On today's episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian and I come in hot and bothered by something and have to go to joint therapy. We also help you plug the leaks in your business. And also, Brian does a quick coaching on how to come up with your story. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast. I repeat, the longest running sales <laughs> training podcast. Created exclusively for sales professionals worldwide to help you create your own <laughs> to create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal, damn it. <laughs> we're a little route. We're, we're fired up today, yeah, are we, Bill? Take here. Yeah. Uh, we will be your host for today's rant episode. <laughs> so uh, a couple of things you can do as you listen is check out the products page on our website. The product is called All In Comprehensive Training Solution for Salespeople. It's an audio program. Also, the Advanced Selling Podcast Resource Toolkit. Been uh, moving quite a few of those. We're also on the road occasionally, probably once or twice a month. We go out to listeners who have invited us out, either the VP of sales or the owner or the sales leader has asked us to come out and work with his or her teams, and we've been doing a lot of that. So you can send us an email if that is of interest to you at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. And uh, in the subject line, just say, come see me, and we will. We will come see you, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple of uh, quick shout-outs before we get to our topics today. Uh, number one, uh, longtime listener and client, Larry O. Larry O knows who he is, but I didn't oh, yeah. ask him if I could say his name. You invited me to come his to team. I did. Yeah, he, he was in town. This is kind of fun. He and one of his buddies, uh, every year they take a, a dude's trip to some city they've never been to before. And he's a pilot, so he, he and his buddy flew down here, and I met him out for a couple beers. They, they, uh, was this the city? They, they, they chose okay. Indy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, it was great. They had a good time. Uh, they kind of do kind of a microbrewish sort of thing, and uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's good seeing him and good seeing listeners yeah, out good. about live. So that was fun, and uh, we didn't acknowledge yet because we were just kind of giving it some time. This is impactful for me. Prince passed away. Mm-hmm. Prince was a singer, and I've never been affected like I've been affected by Prince's passing, and I'm trying oh, to figure really? out why. Really, really, really upsetting, and I think it's because uh, in your formative years of call it junior high through college, which is a real kind of a formative type of time. He literally was there the whole step yeah, of the way. Yeah. And there's so many of my memorable moments that can be tied or connected to a Prince song or a Prince something. Yeah. And anytime I get asked the question, what's the best concert you've ever seen? I, it's zero hesitation that it's Prince. Mm-hmm. And I like a lot of t- different types of music and uh, uh, just a wonderful gift of a human being. And uh, a great takeaway, I, I, I saw him. Uh, a lot of people talk about a lot of guitarists and people that are musicians will say that he is the greatest right. guitarist yeah, ever. I've heard that. And um, I heard his bus driver, I read an article, his bus driver who used to drive him around uh, talking about how much of a perfectionist he was and how much he cared about his craft. Mm. And he'd put his DVD of the show in on the bus after they left I the venue. Yeah. And he'd take notes on every single show that he did. And I thought, what a great lesson for performance. Yeah. Someone that doesn't have to do this, that's going to sell out every time he goes anywhere, still cares that much to write you know, notes about improvement and places yeah. in the show. So anyway. I've uh, heard Beyonce does that too. Does she? Uh, after a show, she'll have all her team in and they'll they'll do a critique for a couple of hours of her show. But But I suppose that it sounds really it sounds like something that's beyond the pale but it's probably not because they're no. pros and and you know the differences could be 50 million dollars to them and that's true um, I, I was sad about it as well and i'm always always tugged in different directions on that you know is it is it sadder that it was prince or should we be grateful right. that he left us what he left us yeah, and, for and sure. generations to come. I mean, he did 39 albums and 30, I mean, he it's just unbelievable. was prolific as, a, yes. as an artist. Yes. And 
then I think about the person who we lose when they're 12, who we never will <laughs> yeah, know. Right. You know, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. it, equally sad. That's but interesting. Um, he did leave us a, a wealth of uh, great, great art. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's I think it's sad the reflection of all those gifts that you may have taken for granted all that time. I know. Like, wow. Just what a great, great person. So uh, just like it takes courage to get on stage in front of people and tall platform boots like Prince used to do so brilliantly well. It takes courage to build a small business. Don't risk what you've worked so hard for. Those of you who own your own businesses, listen up. Protect your small business today with Hiscox. Hiscox offers a new way to buy small business insurance. They tailor their small business insurance coverages to fit your needs specifically, allowing you to buy only what you need, nothing more, nothing less. Policies start at only $22.50 a month. It's just that easy. You can order online or over the phone from a licensed advisor in just minutes. Opening any small business comes with the risk. Risk Hiscox can keep you protected. Don't wait to purchase coverage for your small business. Visit Hiscox.com today to learn more about their services and to get a free quote. That's H-I-S-C-O-X.com. Go do that right now. So if you heard last episode, uh, we teased this episode up with uh, saying we're going to rant a little bit. And we had something that uh, put us below the line, Bill, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah, below the line, our, the line in our yeah. lingo is uh, above the line. We're in a pr- place of high accountability. We're looking introspectively at ourselves about how we can improve a situation. Below the line means we blame and defend <laughs> we and protect yeah, ourselves. Right. We, 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 we blame we're victims. Well, we are victims in this case, aren't we? So, <laughs> Well, what, what's interesting is that we have been talking in the past three or four months about our rankings on iTunes. We have. And uh, I think we, we a few months ago we said that we're in the top ten of all business market uh, marketing and management podcasts. We are correct, which we still are. And, Thank and you, we're listeners. grateful. And that's listen, you, that's listeners. a listener thing. That's Always. not us. That's listeners, and we appreciate it. And you know what? You get paid for that. You get paid nothing for that. There's nope. no financial reward at all for being in the top. We 10, do it because we love it. Yep, we we love it. And then last week, a couple weeks ago, I think I mentioned that we were in the top. We were number 47 of all business podcasts. All of them. Which is really, I mean, it's cool. Thousands. That's great. You know what you get paid? You get paid nothing for that, but it's kind of neat. (laughs) Because you start to see that all the work that we do and the listeners and the work that you guys do and the the review on iTunes, all that enters into it. All All of it it enters into it. All of it does, yeah. So we were a little brokenhearted. We were. A little miffed. A little miffed. And you want to explain it? Sure, yeah. So there's a, uh, most cities have one of these. There's a local business newspaper periodical. Ours is called the Indianapolis Business Journal, the IBJ. And the IBJ decided they were going to do an article, a pretty lengthy article, about local podcasts, meaning local here in Indianapolis. And they wanted to interview some of the top, top local (laughs) and most promising (laughs) podcasters in Indianapolis, Indiana. And they chose three people that we all know well here locally, a couple of people that uh, one who had just kind of just started his uh, own podcast there, another fellow who we've been on the show before we've been on his, another local financial planner who's got a nice following. Mm -hmm. And they didn't call us. They didn't Mm -hmm. call the Advanced Selling Podcast, who I'm guessing is probably a little bit more seasoned in the podcasting space Mm -hmm. and we got kind of irritated by this so we're bent out of shape about that and so you know i'm wondering what is it about that that aggravates yeah me or you or us and uh i wonder what that is i got missed well it it always comes back yeah sure a little therapy session i mean it always comes back to ego in some way shape or form so Mm -hmm. you feel like your feelings are hurt you've been left out and these are feelings i don't personally like to feel and yet they're real because when I read this article, I'm like, are you kidding me? And again, it's nothing against the people that oh, no. the, the writer interviewed. No, they're no, great no, people, no. and they're doing podcasting. So welcome yeah. to the club. Yeah. We love all podcasts to do to do really well. Um, it just seemed We've like... We've had two of the three in our studios. We so have. We're, we're yes, fans. Yes, we have. Yeah. We're fans and friends, yeah. And the third I'd love to have, because he's a great great yeah. guy and wonderful at what he does. Um, I, I think what, what uh, 
I, where I go, um, why did I get miffed a little bit? It's like, we've worked really hard at this. And so part of it's like, are you, are not, are we not getting credit locally? Like how would you not interview us if you're doing a thing on the podcast in this mm-hmm. fair city of ours? Because uh, podcasting is not big here in Indianapolis, no, like it is in San no, Francisco no, or Austin, no, Texas, not or at all. London. I mean, I, think about the big podcast centers. If you ever think about that, which you probably don't, it's not Midwest. Yeah, it's not Omaha. It's not yeah, St. Correct. Louis. It's not Indianapolis. Yeah. and I'm not a journalist, so I don't know what goes into this. Maybe it was, you know, they look at certain things. Maybe we're too international, right? Because we've got listeners all over the globe in Australia, and the United Kingdom, and Tokyo, and yeah, but if everywhere you're, else, so. you're writing a story well, about the biggest podcast maybe what he wanted these guys know. he yeah. wanted to do the biggest podcast in marion county right this guy started Just podcast. listeners in marion yeah county, he's got yeah. 40 listeners in marion county that's the county win so I, oh. I yeah it's ego it's ego it's what it is for me what is it for you yeah Why i think it, it is I, I think it's uh i think sometimes because we don't we don't promote ourselves we don't we're not yeah. active promoters we no we don't publicity do seekers I don't think we do that very well, and so therefore, those who do get to publicity, and it's it's no different than in our listeners' business. Is sometimes you just don't get the credit for what you do, and I guess you gotta you can like you say the Don Shula rule. You can be pissy about it for twenty four hours, and you gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. Yeah, moving on. So this was our therapy our session. Th- I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling better. Yeah. So if anyone yeah. wants to uh, uh, send, just Google search IBJ article, Indianapolis Business Journal article on podcasting. You can see the author there, and you can let them know you're a van selling podcast <laughs> listener, and that we're in Indianapolis too. If he ever does a follow up article, should we on, on a couple of good boys? Phone number? Good local boys done good, right? <laughs> and if anyone listening from the Wall Street Journal or um, Time Magazine or one of those yeah. small period articles wants to do an article, one do- we will be here. <laughs> one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> one door closes, another one opens. So, okay. So we thought about. Uh, is there a show in here? Is there an episode? Are there, there some lessons here? And uh, one of the things I brought to Brian's attention before, when we do our pre-show planning is I, I like this idea of, are there leaks in your bucket? Yes. Are there leaks? In other words, we're always piling more on. We're always saying, okay, you got to have more people in your funnel. got to have better people in your funnel. And sometimes I wonder if we're paying attention to the people in the funnel yeah. instead of putting more and more people in. That's true. And so I thought maybe we could do an episode on what are the leaks in your world, in your business world, where do you leak opportunities? Yeah, I love this. And I've got two or three notions, I and I think you do too. I do. Um, and I don't know really how it applies to other than the fact that the guy that we don't think did his research very well, that would be considered a leak to me. Yeah. Didn't do it completely. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? So uh, we're going we're gonna to go off that and go on to yeah, next leaks time, in your effort. Yeah, leaks in your effort. And, um, uh, yeah, leaks. And then I wrote down leaks. I thought this is my favorite root vegetable. Is a leak a root vegetable? I think it Different is. Different kind of leeks. Is it a root vegetable? I don't know. It's like an onion, isn't it? It is know. like an onion. It's like an onion? Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't taste like an it's onion. It's like a bulb? No, not at all. It doesn't so, have much taste at all. I just all, pictured leaks in my bucket. That's what I, I had the bucket, and I've got these little green things out, and I'm going to make some, well, uh, vis- some cabbage visionary. stew. I'm going to make some stew. Don't <laughs> oh, you make stew with leeks? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, leeks, number one, real leeks sales. Better, there's nothing better for the smell <laughs> of a house than sour cabbage and sauerkraut. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, it's oh, it's awful. awful. Oh, my God, it's terrible. I hate pot roast. My, my, my mom, God bless her, you know, she, she, you know, working mom and everything. And she'd yeah. make that crock pot stuff. And it just, you don't like that. Oh, I hate because of the smell. Oh, oh the whole thing. Pot roast. <laughs> oh my God, it's awful. Great. You like oh. chili in a, is oh, I love chili. Pot yeah. No, it's you don't po- like? no, pot roast. Oh, I don't like roast. pot roast. Okay. Yeah. It's just awful. I, I don't like, I know a lot of people like it. It's not my bag. Not my bag. Uh, okay. Sales leaks. Um, let's see. The first one I have is I bet all of us have a leak in our sales behavior, a leak in our sales behavior. And here's what I, how I, how I think about this. 
we tend to, and I've mentioned this in the podcast before, we tend to prospect when we need to prospect and not yeah. prospect when we don't. And that's where I think the leaks occur. And what we don't realize is there's a delay. I'm working with a client right now with this. Um, and for the first time, I think my client is not just because it's them, but any of my clients have said they're acknowledging this goes on. And that is they're really busy right now with processing existing deals. Right. And they know that if they don't carve out and create time to prospect now, they're not going to see the effect until August. And then we're in April. Right. And, and I'm like, how brilliant for them to finally see that this is going to occur. So they're thinking, I've got an August problem here if I don't do my prospecting now. So we're doing little productivity pods, yep. having them spend uh, literally sometimes just 30 minutes a day, but guaranteeing they've got pro- prospecting space. That to me is a leak in a lot of people's That's sales good. Buckets. That's good. Uh, here's a leak I think is in the process itself is I think uh, a lot of times when we start the sales process, we get a little sloppy. And the yeah. longer you've been in sales, the more likely you are to say, oh, gosh, you know, I've solved this problem a thousand times. And we don't ask yep. the right question. I had a call Ooh. last week and I don't, and I left the call. I felt like I did okay, but I still felt like I kind of shortcutted some things yeah. and I short circuited. Yeah. And, and and that's a leak because it's not helpful for the customer. Forget about us. Correct. It's not helpful for them. And our whole idea here is that when you ask penetrating really good questions, that that helps the customer to relive the problems and to give voice to what he's really trying to accomplish or what she is. And so I think we owe it to not only ourselves, but also to them to really run a good sales process. And it's if, really we don't, good. if we don't ask about the money, if we don't ask about what the real issues are, I think we leak. it, it leaks away. See my number two? Questions. Oh, questions. Yep. Yeah. Lead questions. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I'll triple stamp that one and also say that if you've got this leak or you think, man, uh, a great exercise, a coffee shop exercise, go to Starbucks or your local coffee shop, wherever you want to go and um, sit there and just self analyze the questions that you are asking and pull up some ones that you've like, gotten away from, mm-hmm. right? Which is what you're talking about. Like, gosh, I just didn't go deep enough or, th- or thorough enough, right? Um, I think it's a great exercise to go do if you feel like you've got this leak. Here's a question that I heard on oh, okay. a podcast the other day. It was actually yeah. from someone who appeared on our podcast, R- Rabbi Daniel Lappin. I listened to his podcast really good. And he posed a question. He was in this mode of posing really weird questions. And he said, if you're standing on the 10th floor yep, and somebody jumps from the 35th floor yep, and they're, they're jumping to commit to take their own life I understand, and they pass your floor and you take out a gun and shoot them oh <laughs> as they're going by, God. can you be charged with murder? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, yes. wait a minute. Daniel, yeah. and yeah. yeah. So yeah. can you? Because are they still, I guess the question is, are they still alive? Yeah. And if they're still alive, they're not more than us. <laughs> There's not a lot of sunshine in Seattle. Isn't that where he lives? This no, guy. He's, in, he's in Baltimore. Isn't he in Baltimore oh, is he? Oh, I thought Rabbi. Anyway. Are you talking about that kind of question? I'm not talking about that kind of a question, no. But my answer would be yes, because the person is still alive at that time, and you never know if they're going to live when they get to the bottom. And if, so, yeah. anywho, yeah. So the questions are important. Uh, let's leave it at that. That's <laughs> thank you. That was an odd question. To ask. Anyway. It was odd, but I thought you'd get a kick out of it. No, I do get a kick out of those. Go ahead. Okay, here's one I have, yep. and that is: it used to be do 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 bands still release live? albums today. oh sure do they yeah bare naked ladies just released an album called live at red rocks red rocks is a, oh red rocks one of my bucket list venues oh, out in I colorado have you been i've, I've seen, never I've seen been. the moody blues uh film from there yeah uh, isn't that great but the, yeah there. so yes i think uh, i think a lot of a lot of bands do that so do still. they usually go to one venue and record it all or do they take take it from different tours throughout the 
or different I always thought they locations. just did usually one location. Okay. So, yeah, like uh, Cheap Trick would be live at Budokan, right? That's where they okay. did uh, yeah, I Want You to Want Me, the live version. I think that's... Hot August Nights. Hot August Nights. Neil Diamond. That's at, right. Uh, Neil. Oh, yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. it at Ch- the Rose Bowl, I think? Chuck yeah. Mangione live at the Hollywood Bowl. That I think, the more I listen to that, is staged, by the way. Listen, Chuck really? Mangione's a flugelhorn yeah. player. Oh, yeah. He did an album called Live at the Hollywood Bowl. And the more I listened to it in the 70s when it came out, I thought it sounded so live. Now I feel like it's totally produced. It's, it's all not produced. live. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's depressing. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So where I am going with that, <laughs> if you. I may get back on <laughs> yes. track here, I'm still thinking about the guy falling from... <laughs> Is uh, the whole idea of you do a concert and you produce it and you do it live and now you sell it as a live album. That's yes. an ex- example of leverage. We're already doing the concert. Yeah. yeah so yeah. The, the question is, can we record it and produce it? And for a little bit extra money, can we then uh, replicate it and leverage it? And yes. I think salespeople don't do this enough. And it gets back to some of the things we've talked about, content marketing. How do you position yourself as an expert? But think about every day. You, as a sales professional, are out in the field talking to people, talking to account accounts, prospects, experts, and when can, can you leverage that knowledge? You, you're gaining yeah. knowledge every day. Yeah. How can you leverage that? Yep. To not leverage it, I think, is a leak. It is. I think we've invested our time getting in, you know, going to a symposium or going to some kind of seminar. Maybe it's a technical seminar. Why can't you take some of that information and you publish it or you do something with it to leverage yeah. it? And it's right there. It's already there. It, it, and it, yeah. it's even a small leak is just not forwarding an article on LinkedIn or something like that yeah. that you see. Yeah. It can be really simple. Uh, my last one that I hear, have here, and I bet we all have this to some degree, is a leak in your story. All of us have a leak in our story. And I was doing some uh, really wasn't an official coaching engagement, but for a friend of mine who owns an IT company, and he's saying, oh, we really struggle with differentiating ourselves and everything. And he's been a friend of mine for probably 10, 12 years. And I said, well, tell me about your background. Like, when did you start this thing? I'm like, where'd you work? And he started telling me the story backwards. And the more I learned, I'm like, dude, you, you got to say these it. things. These are it. holes yeah. in your story. They're leaks yeah. in your story. That's a good point. Because he's kind of going down there, oh, we, IT, do this, and full service, eh, blah, 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 all that jazz. And that's the, the tough part. What was great was when he was working for an investment banking firm trying to put data together, and he couldn't do it. And he made friends with the IT guy. And the IT guy's like, he said, you need to learn how to code to figure out how to do this stuff. So he's like, really? Okay. So he started teaching himself wow. how to code. Wow. And then he just, and then went on to a startup and he started his own gig. And he said he, he remembered the moment that he decided to go into business for himself. He was in his bathroom getting ready, going to work, feeling like crap, like, I'm going to, I, I, I got to find a way to do this better. And so, point is, all of us have a leak in our story. You yeah. got to let your story come out and show itself if you want to differentiate yourself in there. But he had you across the table from him to, to give voice to that or to help, to help, to help bring that out. forth. Yes, yeah. Totally, totally. And so if you don't have that, I think that's a big problem with the whole story thing is that somebody needs to be there to extract it. They do, you. to help you. Yeah, to create space. Because it's hard to do out. it on your own because you'll, you'll always resort to, well, I went to school and then I did this and then I did that and, and never any emotion or soulfulness around yeah, it. Yeah, if I were a company, if I were a salesperson or I had a VP of sales or an owner of a company that says, I really need to find a way to better position ourselves in the market, you know what I'd do? I'd send an email to listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com and say, come see us, yeah. because we can show that to you. We can create the space to let you get your story out. How's that for a nice little plug That's right good. in the middle of the podcast? Yeah, you're in a lot better mood uh, now. I yeah, see that. I'm in a much better mood. That does it for today's episode. Uh, if you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame audio program, you should do so right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com to find it. Check out the products page on the site while you're there. Uh, also, we want to uh, hear from you, of course. You can send us your feedback or question. We love it if it, can, if it comes as an audio recording. You can go to your voice memo on your phone 
and email us that uh, voice memo at listener at advanced selling podcast. We'll get it. I've got a couple of mailbag we're going to do over the next uh, two or three episodes. Take two minutes to leave a review on iTunes. See you next time for the latest episode of the advanced selling podcast.